season's going to end on a double doink. The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. Eagles fans everywhere, this is for you. Let the celebration begin. There's going to be a parade on Broadway. And your hosts, Brendan Deeg and Eric Warner. Hester's going to take it all the way for a touchdown. Football faithful, welcome back to another episode of the Double Dog Podcast. My name is Brendan Deeg. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button. It would be greatly appreciated if you can also rate the podcast and review the podcast wherever you do listen. To your podcast, it would also be greatly appreciated. It is football season, baby. You know what that means? It means we're going for two here with the sponsors of today's show, Manscaped. Blitzing through hairs has never been easier, and it's time time for you to join 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by using code DOINK, D-O-I-N-K, DOINK, at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. It's three and out the window with all the other trimmers. Now go tame that wildcat offense. The world is starting to open up in the performance package 4.0 from Manscaped. Is here to help you get ready. Inside, you'll find their brand new Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker, Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, plus two free gifts, Performance Boxer Briefs, and the Shed Travel Bag. The Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is the perfect package for your package and a key for a great grooming and hygiene routine to make sure the boys downstairs are as smooth like Tom Brady in the fourth quarter. Get 20% off and free shipping with code DOINK, D-O-I-N-K, DOINK at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with code DOINK at manscaped. To manscaped.com, take your ball defense to the promised land. With Manscaped, schedule's a little whacked this week because we had uh, Canadian Thanksgiving. So Eric and I were off yesterday. We are back today, Warrenzy. How you doing? Good, man. Good. Thanksgiving was awesome. What a what weather we had this yeah. weekend for Thanksgiving. It was beautiful here. Absolutely beautiful. And the turkey and pumpkin pie was amazing. Even better with a Bears win on the side. How many rounds have you gotten? I've I had Thanksgiving. I've had a lunch, so I had the dinner, then another dinner, and today for lunch. So I'm on three. Susan's making a turkey soup tonight, so with with uh, with sandwiches. So that'll be round four. I think four rounds is probably where you should stop, right? Yeah, yeah. that sounds about right. I I'm doing the soup as well. Monica yeah. made a mean soup uh, yesterday. Nice. We had that for lunch today. So the turkey soup is uh, good as it gets. I can't do too many of the sandwiches, though. I get tired of the turkey sandwich quick, but turkey soup, give it to me all week long if there's that much. I had, a for, I had one for lunch today, and yeah, I got the itis. Is that the right term? Itis, right? right when you just... fall asleep from eating turkey? Yeah. <laughs> I was ready to call quits at like 2.30 p.m. today. Bounce back. We're here talking football. Uh, there's only one place to start, uh, unfortunately. Uh, we got to talk about this. John Gruden has resigned. As Raiders head coach, um, some emails leaked on Friday. We have not talked. We were not. We didn't talk. It was Friday the original email leaked about Demore Smith. Friday, I think we so, did our episode yeah. Wednesday, so we didn't even we didn't even able to talk about that. There was an email leaked to uh, former head of the NFLPA, I believe Demore Smith. He was former head of the NFLPA. I think he still is the head of the NFLPA. He is. Um, I think he just signed another one year contract. Um, there, calling. Um, making some racist remarks to him. It looked like out, out the gate that he was going to slide out of that um, because the email was back in 2011. He worked for ESPN back then. So there was 
there was no connection to him tied to his NFL job now. But it sounds like the NFL provided some more emails to the Las Vegas Raiders on Saturday night. And they reviewed them. And the New York Times posted a story, which I'm going to post in the podcast description after this. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend you go check it out so you can kind of have a more understanding of what happened. Uh, this is a bombshell. I don't know how else to, like, this is, this is a crazy story. Yeah, it's an unfortunate topic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just to put, I, I'm not a John, I'm not defending John Gruden in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. What he was saying in his emails was despicable. Just Unbelievably gross. Sounds like the type of person we would never want to hang out with. Yes. Not, not the kind of guy that you really want to be associated with. It sounds like, just to play complete devil's advocate, the fact that this was his personal email and he was sending stuff, that's, there are people defending John Gruden saying that that's his personal email. He shouldn't have had to lose his job because of that. I completely disagree with that. 100% disagree. What he was saying was so over the line. Call it cancel culture, whatever you want, but he resigned. He didn't even he didn't even take it to the point where he got fired. He mm-hmm. knew he was caught red-handed. It was gonna get even uglier. The fact that he resigned right away makes me think maybe there was more out there that he wanted to even just call it quits now before more He was getting be, ahead of it. Before more could be uncovered. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But just an awful situation all the way around. And like looking back on like how, what's more shocking to you, Al Davis's haircut, or sorry, Mark <laughs> Davis's haircut, or the fact that he gave John Gruden a 10-year, $100 million contract? I know, it's disgusting. And, like, the, the craziest, the, the, the wildest thing about this is, it was, they were trying to get Dan Snyder. It was an investigation into Washington, and Gruden goes down. Yeah. And, and, and it's... So just for just if you don't um if you if you don't know the kind of the baseline of it so Washington football team back in 2018 there was some reports of misconduct with the team regarding the Washington football team cheerleaders um there's a whole lot you can get into that but I'm not going to get into exactly what happened what but they were looking into Washington for some again some misconduct with cheerleaders and just around the the building there was just a lot of not not good stuff going on so they were investigating them. 650,000 emails were provided to the NFL to investigate, and that's where John Gruden got tied in this. So John Gruden was caught in email threads sending, uh, so he was sending homophobic remarks um, using slurs. He was sending misogynistic remarks to um, regarding female referees. Um, him in, in this email thread as well, there were photos sent of uh, Washington football team cheerleaders in bikinis. Just absolutely just cringe. Um, what else is in these emails? He was referring to Roger Goodell as a as a as a slang term. Uh, he was calling him the P word. He called Joe Biden the P word. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the trifecta of douchebaggery. That's what, how I looked at it. Yeah. You got it. You got the sexism. You got the racism. You got you got everything in here. <laughs> yeah, the homophobic. Yeah, like as well. like the trifecta of douchebaggery. This this was yeah. just like, like he's just such an asshole. I, yeah. I, I I'm sorry for my language, but he's an asshole. Yeah, it it all happened so fast yeah. too, right? Like he he's gone, and it's like wow, the Raiders are three and two football team right now, fighting for the, a playoff spot. Like 
their goals this season was to compete for this division and do something in the playoffs. And now it's like, wow, like we just lost our head coach. Our head, turns out our head coach was a complete moron. And yeah. like, think about that locker room right now. Like, I they, wonder if this there is a, are. This is a disaster. Like, I know. It's like in, Vegas, in the locker room, like for the organization and for the team, this is like as big a disaster as you can think of. Right. Like your coach is getting fired for or leaving for this five games into the season after a 10 million dollar contract or hundred million dollar contract over 10 years. Like this is literally the definition of it blowing up in your face. Yeah. Just a complete <laughs> disaster. And I, I wonder if in that locker room right now, are there players who really like Gruden? Are there players? I'm sure there was. I'm pretty, that's, yeah. I mean, to be a head coach for over, he's in his fifth year and with the Raiders organization, I mean, you can't be there for five years and not have some people like you. Yeah. So I wonder if that creates some divide in the locker room, which could even make this uglier somehow. I mean, there was always rumors before that him and Carr never actually even got along, to be honest. Um, Gruden always seemed like he wanted more than Derek Carr, despite Derek Carr being a pretty above-average quarterback throughout mm -hmm. his career so far. He even had that one run where he was an MVP candidate before breaking his leg. So how does how does Derek Carr go from here? Does he up his game and make Rudy look even worse, or does Derek Carr take a step back and then it's all oh, Derek Carr was only because of Gruden? Say what you want about Gruden, he was a good offensive coach. I think he's yeah. a really bad head coach, really bad head. The, the coach. offense was humming. They did like, maybe before the Chicago game, but this offense has been playing well. Like this, and they, they, over the last three years, they've had a top DVOA offense in every year he's been there. All right, so where does this team go? I don't know. I can't see it going well no. the next couple of weeks. No. Like, how I can't – I'm sorry, I don't have the name of the special teams coordinator who's now the interim head coach. How does he just step in and deal with this? Like, what kind of – what like, what do, you, what do you expect from a special teams coordinator to come in and handle this, to clean up this mess? Like, I feel bad for the guy. Yeah, and, like, it happened on a Monday, like, after a game on a Sunday. Like, it's just – like I can't think of a bigger disaster. Going through John Gruden's record, he won. He made the he made the playoffs four times in 15 years as an NFL head coach. It was so yeah, he was never a great head coach. He got paid like one. He just never was. In my opinion, he was a fraud with this. And like the other thing that pissed me off too, like Carl Nassib, like the first openly gay NFL players on your freaking roster, and he has to deal with this now. Like I feel it pisses me off. Like this whole situation so messed up so so beyond messed up and like the cast of characters he was doing this with so in the email thread it was it was bruce allen who was just a complete another douchebag the ed drokes the co-founder of hooters was in his email thread jim mcveigh an nfl executive for the outback bowl nick reader the co the founder of pdq restaurants which is a tampa-based fried chicken company yeah <laughs> just like and, and you know what the other thing too is you're wanting this is like this is the uh this is like the billionaire boys club. Like these are the guys that run this league. Yeah, like, that, the, the, exactly. Is, it goes yeah. to the whole football culture yes. thing. There's been yeah. a major, major issue in this league about basically head coaching jobs were for white males. Yes. Like kind of that's been the narrative. And a guy like John Gruden getting a 10-year, $100 million contract really proves that, considering he's not a good head coach. Yes. How is, he, how is Eric Bieniemy not getting an interview last year? How mm -hmm. does Todd Bowles not get an interview last year? Like, it's... It's a problem. And this is the type of guys you need out of the league. Like exactly. this, Like, this is... I'm so happy this guy got weeded out. I'm so happy this came to light. Like, 
these are the type of guys the NFL needs to get rid of. Like, this, like this is exactly it. So if you're like, like Eric said before to start this, like if you think this is cancel culture, you're freaking nuts. Like this is not cancel culture. Like you, if I send emails, if at my job I send emails telling everyone that they're pussies and yeah. and sending naked photos of women, I get fired. Yeah, you know, like, like it, it's your job, right? <laughs> and you're the face of an organization. Yeah, like he, is, he would literally was the face of Vegas. Yeah, like. Yeah, just a bad look overall. And yeah, it's not cancel culture. No. It's, it's getting rid of poor culture, which yes. is, you could call it cancel culture if you want, but you're wrong. It's yes. just it's just improving upon day-to-day goings-on in that organization. Yeah. Removing him from the Raiders makes them a better organization going forward. And like it's again, this is the culture of the NFL that we're trying to get rid of. Like, like they were looking at Dan Snyder. Like, look at look at what they found. Like, and Dan Snyder's a part of this. Bruce Allen, like, he was the president of that team. Like, there's probably so much more of this, which is frustrating. There was a report from, um, I think his name is Matt Maskey, right, for Washington Football Post today, that the NFL's not going to release the rest of those 600,000 emails, which is BS in my opinion. They should all be public record. Right. Like, like, show, like, what else have you found? Like, this. Yeah. How are there people in the Washington organization that are getting by? Exactly. Like, Like, this is such BS. And I'm sure the NFL, if they called Roger Goodell, I'm not going to say this word, the F word um, relating to gay people. mm -hmm. He he called him that. That's why this got out. He he made fun of Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell probably saw that was like, okay, I'm getting you fired now. If he didn't go out, Roger Goodell, I guarantee you this doesn't happen. It's sad. It's so sad. It is. It is. And we've touched on it enough now. Yeah, it's, I hope we never talk about Gruden again. He <laughs> no. doesn't deserve anybody's attention. He's scum of the earth. Yes. That's what he is. Screw that guy. I actually screw him. Like, I can't. I'm so happy. He's out of the league. I'm so happy this came forward. Anyways, you're right. Let's move on. Um, why don't you tell us about Coolbet quick? All righty. Coolbet is the most transparent gaming company in the world. Coolbet also provides the best odds in Canada with world-class customer service. For first-time users, use deposit code DOINK for a 100% welcome bonus up to $200 when signing up with Coolbet. That's code DOINK, and Coolbet will match your first deposit up to $200. Give our friends at Coolbet Canada a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at at Coolbet Canada. Coolbet, stay cool and bet responsibly. We, You know, again, we, we got to start with the Sunday Nighter from last week. Yep. Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills go into Kansas City and lay a whooping on Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. 38-20 to 20 final score. This game was never really close. No, it, it wasn't. It was, an, it was an ass-kicking start to finish. But this was, a, this was such a big win for the city of Buffalo, for the Buffalo franchise, everyone involved in that organization. Hats off to you. This, this, is, a, this is exactly what the doctor ordered, exactly what they needed. What was really impressive about this was the defensive performance. I didn't expect them to hold Kansas City to, what was it, 20 points? I don't have the yeah. exact final score. 20 points. And they didn't play man coverage. They played, I think I heard, like it was over 60% man coverage against Pat Mahomes and his Chiefs team. That's why Mahomes was running a lot. You notice, like he had a lot of scramble yards. No one was open. Buffalo just bullied them. Yeah. Like Buffalo bullied them. And there was nobody open all game. The pass rush was getting home. Greg Rousseau had an interception. Like, and Buffalo's defense did what they did. They did to all the other teams that were bad quarterbacks to the best quarterback in the NFL. I completely agree. Like, 
I mean, if you look at the yard stats, the Chiefs had 392 yards of offense. That's well below their season average, and there was a chunk of that in garbage time near the end. So, yeah, hot, hot tip completely to this Buffalo Bills defense, especially to do it without Matt Milano, mm-hmm. who's their best defensive player, in my opinion. You could say Trey White, but I think Matt Milano, what he does, he does so many things that don't show up in the stat sheet. He's one of the best coverage linebackers in football. And for them to limit Travis Kelsey in this game, I thought Travis Kelsey was going to completely dominate. Travis Kelsey had six catches for 57 yards, well below his season averages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all, all of the wide receivers did nothing in Kansas City. Like they, they had rough games. Um, Josh Gordon was a complete non-factor. Um, Byron Pringle and, and Demarcus Robinson yeah. continue to be issues. I, I said this, like their wide receiver room has got problems. Like if Tyreek Hill, Hill doesn't dominate, this team doesn't win. And Travis Kelsey, same same yeah. thing. They need one of those guys that basically have over 150 yards and two touchdowns, or else they don't they don't play well. Yeah. The other thing that was very impressive for Buffalo is the rest their rushing attack was led by Josh Allen, and it was finally what they needed. Zach, the running back room in Buffalo has always been frustrating me the last few years. It's like impossible to figure out, and they ran Josh Allen in the red zone to perfection. Like he, yeah. it was it was like and that's that was Buffalo's problem. Actually, they couldn't run the ball in the red zone. They were able to do it. And it looks like Josh Allen's kind of taking the lead. He's the he's going to be the running back in the red zone from now on, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's such a matchup nightmare, <laughs> yeah. right? Like he's so hard to get down to the ground at that size and speed, and then he's hurdling guys. Yeah, like he's a quarterback. I know, and he's hurdling guys like such an athlete. So impressed with Josh Allen, but yeah, I wanted to go back quickly to that what the point you made about the Chiefs supporting cast and the two things coming into this team coming into this season about this team that we said could kind of be warts were the defense and the supporting cast right now they have nothing helping out patrick mahomes major issues and now with clyde edwards hilaire going down looks like a kind of a serious injury no timetable yet but he had to be carried off by his teammates He's already been ruled out for next week. If they lose him, like their ground game is not scaring anybody with Daryl Williams and Jarek McKinnon. The wide receiver group, like you mentioned, past Tyreek Hill is a huge question mark. I, Marcus I'm starting Rob- to get scared, man. Yeah, I, I call- hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I, I think they're still going to be a good team. Like, I don't think this is the, the end of the world for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, look, Buffalo is a really good football team, and they, and they got they got beat up by a bigger. And a team that wanted it more, um, but like you, like you, you, like the supporting cast is an issue, and I think it could even be more of an issue than the defense. Like I think if Tyree, if you take away Tyree Kill, he had seven catches for sixty-three yards, um, nine average. That's not even close to the numbers he usually puts up. If you take him out, like this offense is, it's there's not a lot left. Like yeah, De- Demarcus Robinson was dude, had the worst yards per route run in the NFL last year. Byron Pringle is not a good wide receiver. Josh Gordon, I don't think, is bringing you a lot there. Like, yeah. it's, it's, the cupboard is very bare there. So, yeah, it's, they're two and four, or what, two and three now? Yeah. Um, so, we'll see, how, uh, we'll see how they kind of transition. All right, what else we got next? All righty. Let's just go. We're just going to go quickly down the list of all these games. Just yeah. one or two minutes on uh, the rest. Because that was really the big game of the weekend. And then, starting in London. Atlanta beats the Jets 27-20 in a rather lackluster game. Apologies to London. That's not the best football out there. What's new? (laughs) All we do is just send the worst games over to London. 
Matt Ryan, maybe he's not done yet. Maybe I counted him out too early. He's played well the last couple weeks. They're two and three quietly now. Yeah. They're starting to win a couple games. Yeah, good yeah. for them. Yeah. Your Philadelphia Eagles get a big win, 21-18 over Carolina. And the drunkest football game I've ever watched. I was going to say, Just maybe the, the stupidest w- game. <laughs> worst first half. Like, oh, I was awful. The streaker on the field at the end yeah. saved the day. He, <laughs> yeah. Panthers only scored three points after the streaker. Did you see what he did? No. He, so he ran on the field and just took a seat in front of the Carolina bench. Like, he ran the field and sat cross-legged for about 30 seconds. Wow. It, was, it was almost like he was putting a curse on them. It was really weird. But right. shout out to that guy. Uh, he kind of saved the day. Uh, Eagles routed them in the second half. B- brilliant defensive performance. Um, Darius Slay, Javon Hargrave continuing to be. Dave, Jane, Javon Hargrave is like defensive player of the year at the moment. He is dominating. Um, I won't get too much in this game. You, uh, Eagles talk with Deke episode is out if you want to get more into that game so we can, uh, we can move yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so- Green Bay Packers take down the Bengals 25-22 in the game that nobody wanted to win. Took six field goal attempts. In <laughs> Try watching two... that with a Packers fan, too. Imagine yeah. what he was going through. <laughs> six field goal attempts in the last two minutes in overtime of this game. Crosby finally connects on, I believe, his third attempt. Third or fourth? I can't remember. It was his, but... He missed three, so that would have been his fourth. He went one for four, I believe. That, yeah. I think that's right. And... They take it down 25-22. I think Green Bay has a couple more question marks than people are realizing. The Jair Alexander injury is massive. Yeah, it is. That's a problem. He is such a key player to that defense, and without him, I I worry about that unit. Uh, Green Bay is going uh, into Chicago next week, so they'll have a get-right game. They'll Aaron Rodgers will light the Bears up like he normally <laughs> does. So Green Bay shouldn't worry too much. Devontae yet. Adams is still just such a oh. he's the best player in football. I will live on this hill right now. He's the best at what he does at his position, in my opinion. He's just he's such a monster. Yeah. Such he, a monster. And you you game plan for him every yeah. week and you can't stop him. Mm-hmm. I agree. Exactly. New England survives Houston with a twenty five. Did, did you take New England forever or did you take Minnesota? And one of them. You had one of them, okay. I had and New England one... and Minnesota. Okay, got you. <laughs> Minnesota game, but oh. but yeah, we'll stick on New England. I didn't I don't really have much on this one. I didn't really watch too much, but um did see uh Davis Mills actually did something. Yeah. yeah. I mean <laughs> against the Bill Belichick defense yeah. for a rookie to have success, good for him. He uh he definitely played his best game of his career. New England scrapes by the skin of their teeth. Not much on this game. It was pretty boring. Mm-hmm. Um, another game I didn't really watch much of. Tennessee just laid a beating on Jacksonville, 37-19. It's not looking like it's going to get much better for Poor Urban. Poor Urban. Urban just can't catch a break. No, they yep. get walloped. Yep. Minnesota barely gets by Detroit, 19-17. I love Dan Campbell's aggressiveness. Same. I love the two-point play call. Uh, I was saying that when watching it. Like that, I love that. I love that aggressiveness. It can prove uh, like your team rallies around that. Like, how can you not? They're, they're playing hard. They're playing good football. Yeah. This is not. This is not an zero five football team. I'm not going to treat them like that anymore. I've skinned by to going against them the last couple weeks in Survivor. <laughs> I don't know how much longer I can get away with this. I need to stop going against the Lions. Because uh, you had Justin Tucker, 66 yard, I had Minnesota uh, winning it for me there. So I maybe need to stop taking the, the opponent of Detroit Lions, a survivor, but hats off to them. And they're, they're playing good football. And yeah, Minnesota, yeah, they, they're, they're uh, that, 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 I don't see North, man. 
bad. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's not a good bad. Division. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good division right now. What man. did uh, <laughs> What did you think of Dan Campbell's tears? I like it. Like that's emotion. Like yeah, it was uh, real. Yeah, yeah, it was real. I like him. I think he, I take back like my initial take on firing him. Yeah. I think he's a good football coach. I think the players like him. They play hard for him. He might not be the best X's and O's guy, but you don't need that in the NFL anymore. You can be a CEO style coach like a Tom, like a Harbaugh. He can be that. I, I think he's a. Yeah, he looks like a good talent. dude. I'm yeah. just worried that if they don't get talent there soon, how long can you do the raw raw? That's that's true. That's but true. anyways, yeah, I agree with you. They don't feel like an 0-5 team, mm-hmm. but their talent kind of does yeah. feel like an 0-5 team. Yes. Pittsburgh uh, shuts me up. I've been talking smack about Big Ben for a we couple weeks. We were in the double doing parlay too. Yeah. Broncos money line could not come through. Um, I thought Teddy would play a better game. He looked a little shaky. I thought Denver's defense would play a better game. Yeah, true. Big Ben was slicing them. Um, yeah, two touchdowns. Najee Harris kind of had his, his coming out party as well. Yeah, really good game. big win for Pittsburgh. They're, uh, they stuck that one to me because I had been burying them, but good win for them at home, 27-19. Tampa Bay just continues to roll. Tom Brady. 30-41, of 41, 411 yards, five touchdowns, no picks. How's his first time in his career he's done that? 400 yards and five touchdowns? The guy's 44. It's, 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 he's doing stuff I, it, he hasn't done yet, I, and he's 44. It's unbelievable. Can't, it's still hard to wrap my head around. It's, it's still hard to believe this is happening. Yeah, Miami just got completely dominated in the trenches. What's new? I can't believe I took Miami plus 10. What a terrible pick. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. New Orleans gets a big win on the road in Washington, 33-22. to Jameis Winston. This is another game, though. New Orleans got outgained again. They've been outgained in every game this year other than the Green Bay game. But they're finding ways to win. That's what good teams do. They have a, they're well-coached. Heineke had a couple of just bad turnovers in bad spots. That red zone interception on the right sideline right side was killer. Like he's, I, I love watching him play. It just He's got, like, sometimes chill with the gunslinging a little bit. Yeah. You know, like. Um, but yeah, the seat that like it's a big win for the New Orleans. They needed they needed that, and Winston didn't play half bad. But he had like four touchdowns or something like that. I don't know if that's yeah. funny, but Was- he played pretty well. It was just another game where Washington's defense is not looking good at all. Like they they have to be the most disappointing unit in the whole league so far this year. And I'm not. Uh, I'm. I don't. I'm not excited for it to turn around. You know what I mean? William Jackson and Landon Collins look like they've fallen off a cliff. Like mm-hmm. they, I don't think that they're flipping a switch and suddenly becoming what they used to be. They look awful. So yeah. maybe the maybe the defensive line can play better, but until that secondary shows signs of life, it's it's a mess over there in Washington. Mm-hmm. L.A. Chargers win a big one, forty-seven to forty-two, over a thousand yards of offense in this game. Chargers offense continues to hum. This was a tough one for Cleveland, though. I thought Cleveland lost this game more than the Chargers won it. The Cle- Cleveland had opportunities to put this one away. They just didn't. Stefanski got soft late in the fourth. They were doing getting whatever they wanted on offense. It, it looked got, like they just stopped trusting Baker. Exactly. Like, they I didn't really got, get it. They got ultra conservative yeah. late in the fourth, which I didn't like. And this is another game where Brandon Staley gets bailed out. Two times this year, they have been on the other opposing team's one-yard line, only needing a field goal. The other team has been out of timeouts. All you have to do is take a knee and kick a field goal. Instead, he's 
put the ball in the end zone and given the other team chances. Yep. Two times he's gotten away with that. Hopefully uh, he cleans that up because this Chargers team looks like they're an absolute problem. They're they're a they are a legit Super Bowl contender right now. Like this are. this isn't like a team that could be a, a a dark horse anymore. And dark horse name is gone. This yeah. is this is a top three team in the AFC. Bar, I agree. Bar, bar, like bar none. Justin Herbert's a freaking star. Like he's amazing. Yeah, like he's, yeah. He's, he's a top. I, like we said, top ten. We say top five quarterback last week in the buy or sell. It's yeah. it's the no. He's there it's a, already. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a drawn conclusion. He is. He is in the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. He's amazing. He's a star. Mike Williams is playing out of his freaking mind too. Yeah. He's like what and, top three receiver in the league right now. It's yeah. It's Mrs. Williams and Keenan Allen just complement each other so well. Like you got that big body of Williams. And the extremely precise route runner of Allen, they just complement each other so well. And Austin Eckler is absolutely balling as well. So this offense is completely humming. I'm looking forward to see what the Chargers can be. Going down to Vegas, the Bears kick John Gruden out of town. Bears get back to their fundamentals. They just completely manhandled Vegas, to be honest. They ran, run the football well in this game. They stopped the run. My opinion, more people need to start talking about Roquan Smith. He's an up-and-coming superstar in this He's league. He's already a superstar. But nobody talks about yeah. him. He shut down Darren Waller in this game. Completely changed how Vegas' offense was supposed to work, basically. They took away, once he was taken away, Derek Carr couldn't really... Holy couldn't, crap. Sorry, Richard. Justin Fields' stat line, 12 for 20, 111 yards, one touchdown. That's funny. Yeah, they Sorry. just ran the ball. <laughs> yeah, look at this. It was uh, it was a running game for the Camille uh, Herbert, the rookie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's there got some go. juice. Oh, yeah. yeah, um, 143 nice. yards on the ground for the Bears' offense. That's how they got it done. Um, Raiders look bad. I don't yeah. think they're a good team. No, they're right. not. And, and with all this happening too, like I, I think this team's gonna free fall. Yeah, I was yeah. screaming at the top of my lungs that Vegas being five and a half point favorites was the most disrespectful spread i've ever seen in my life mm -hmm. and yeah i'm cashed in on that one first time i've ever bet on the bears so. <laughs> not that, doing it going forward yeah. but had yeah. to add it <coughs> i i cashed um i ca i was at max milk on sunday morning and uh max milk's a convenience store and i just grabbed the ticket i just double doink parlayed it i just went <laughs> eagles bears money line there it <laughs> <is>. <laughs> and it hit baby <laughs> Arizona stays undefeated 6-0. and They win 17-10. I didn't watch much of this game. It was kind of boring, but I guess Arizona's finding new ways to win. The 49ers offense was, I wish there was more to it. Like, I was expecting more excitement. It wasn't there. Um, you could tell why Trey Lance still looks like a rookie. Um, when are we going to have a real conversation about Kyle Shanahan? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We, we need deemed to, to be this yes. genius, this guru. Yeah, like they're. I think he's been there five years. They've missed the playoffs four of the five years. He's made. He obviously had the Super Bowl run, and when they were great, but that was lightning. You could argue that was lightning. That was a defense. Yeah, more than the offense. More, that was Salah. So, like, <laughs> there, there needs to be a time, like in the next couple of weeks, where we might need to like have like a legit Kyle Shanahan conversation I about agree. like about what's going on here because. He's got so much leash. Yes, he's I know. So much rope for a guy who's never really got anything done. I mean, he, like, he's married to Trey Lance now. Like this needs to hit. Like they're yeah. if they go both, they're both going down together. If this doesn't work out, and I don't know how much longer yeah. they could, like I know it's been one game. I, we want to see how this looks. We want to see how this offense plays out. But 
Mm-hmm. This is I, I like if I was Lance a 49ers is, fan, I'd be worried. Lance is interesting to me because when you're looking, you're scouting a guy, you basically see, hey, look at how hard this guy can throw a football. Like, but they have to be. He has to be able to put touch on it, right? Yeah. Like he has no touch on his ball. He's, he just guns it yeah, as hard as he can. He's, he's a very raw football player. Very raw. Yeah. You can see the arm talent there, which yeah. like coaches must just fall in love with, but. Comparing to a guy like Joe Burrow, who everybody has big questions about his arm talent, Joe Burrow puts the ball where it needs to be and on time. Agreed. You can have the best arm in the world, but if you're not getting the ball where it needs to be, when it needs to be there, doesn't matter how if you can throw the ball 80 you know, yards. Kyle Shane has work to do with him. Like, he's got to figure this out. Like, he's got to, he's, he's going to have to make Trey Lance into a, and a top 10 quarterback. We'll see if he can do it. The talent's there. It's going to be the coaching. I agree. Dallas offense continues to roll. Another plus 40 point performance. 44 to 20. The Giants, like their offense right now, like losing Daniel Jones. They were already down Shepard and Slayton. They also lost Saquon. Like their offense is a walking. They're basically zombies right now. They got nothing out there. But Dallas took advantage. They just laid it on them. This game was never close really from the beginning, even when Daniel Jones was playing. Uh, This offense is electric yep no and uh giants are in trouble like this yeah. is this is uh so many injuries bad. i haven't heard anything about daniel jones is he okay like i haven't heard anything about him saquon barkley's in the uh, ankle looks like it's gonna be about like a two to four week thing um kenny galladay also went out hurt oh I galladay went yeah. out as well so, yeah, yeah, they're number did. one wide receiver number one quarterback and number one running back all out like that was a tough kind of tough game if you were a giants fan uh and daniel jones is playing well too it sucks like he was yeah. playing the best football of his career and uh and he's gone now so um yeah i i, have, I, I haven't seen if there's an update on him but I, I have a hard time believing he will be playing next week yeah that it was clear concussion yeah. they did the right thing not letting him go back in the game we'll evaluate that so we got See. monday night football left right i want carson yeah. wentz man hey yeah, what, <laughs> like, first half carson wentz or second he half played carson? well the whole game come on you don't he played he was it was not his fault that they lost he drove them down the field Got them in field goal range. It's not his fault. Black and ship misses that field goal. Like, what else did you want him to do? Like, score he, more than three points in the second okay, half. Okay, yeah, but like, it was okay. I agree. Like, you, he wasn't perfect, but he was a good football player last night. He he went toe to toe with Lamar Jackson on primetime football. Lamar Jackson is arguably like he. You could make an argument he's the MVP of the league right now. He's playing out of his freaking mind. I don't know. I, I just I wanted to give Carson no, I, some he, love here. And he, he, played he, well. he drove, he, he well. put his team in position with the game on the line to win the football game. I don't know. What was it like a 48, 47 yard field goal? It wasn't that long. I know Black and Chip also had some injury problems during that game as well. Like he was, and I'll be, I actually watched a lot of baseball last night too. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching Rays Red Sox. So I didn't catch, I think it was like a third quarter stretch where I didn't catch. Um, so maybe I missed once when he was playing bad football. Because I, I think of the whole third quarter, I did miss. Um, I was actually playing baseball. Oh. <laughs> I didn't watch the second half. Yeah. But I just saw that they only scored yeah. three points. But Wentz was looking... That's his best game yeah. of the year. So through five games, Carson Wentz is a 65.3% completion percentage, 7.6 yards per attempt, seven touchdowns, only one pick, a 99.4 passer rating. Like That's, yeah. Yeah, that's a top 12. That's 12 or 13th, 11th to the yeah. 13th. And that's what oh. I said he's going to be. He's not going to be the best... He's not going to be a top five quarterback probably anymore, but he doesn't need to be. He can be in that little range there. Yeah. Um, the one interception was so bad, it should count for five. It was actually the worst interception I've seen this year. 
left-handed shovel pass when you're first and goal <laughs> yeah, he, against the Rams. He, get, he gets that. He he he, get, he you're gonna have to live with and die with that kind of stuff with Carson. But um, I don't know. I, I think he played good. Baltimore's on fire. Um, yeah. their, their offense is humming. Lamar Jackson is now a pocket passer. Oh, <laughs> like when did he learn to throw the ball like this? Um, four hundred and forty yeah. yards, four touchdowns for Lamar. Like he he played extremely well. He yeah. chipped in his usual sixty-two on the ground. Yeah, like the the Ravens under John Harbaugh, they're four one. Like, what's new? Like, why? Like, it's should You're be expected be every there. year. Pencil yep. them in. Like, exactly. All right, that was week five. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Eric and I will be back tomorrow. Uh, we're gonna do kind of more of a big picture uh, dive in and kind of zoom out, take a look at my stuff we talked about in the preseason. Uh, maybe a little buy or sell action. Uh, we're, yeah, it, five weeks in, it's a good time to kind of, we have a good sample size. We can kind of see where we were wrong, where we were right, um, what, what, what's going to happen down the stretch. So I'm looking forward to tomorrow's episode. We'll talk to you then.